It's 6 a.m. Rise and Shine. Let's talk sports and welcome to The Grind. And good Tuesday to you and welcome inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser and you're listening to the Tuesday edition of The Grind. I, I'm excited to be back in here after a Labor Day holiday. Hope everybody enjoyed their holiday, enjoyed their family, enjoyed their time off. But it's back to The Grind now. Uh, today signifies, or at least when this, this show kicks off, signifies that it is a work day and that we will get back at it. Uh, today, if you extended yours via vacation, congratulations, good planner uh, you are, but uh, I wasn't that smart, so I get back at it today, and uh, here we go. First day uh, post-COVID that I literally didn't know which one I was going to trim and which one I was going to cut off, and, and just to be quite honest with you, um, I, I don't know which one I'm going to cut off still. So I'm going to talk high school football again because I think this past Friday night and then what this next week is going to lead to uh, will have a place in each uh, of this week's shows. Um, and then I'm going to talk about Major League Baseball. Uh, I think the, the the continued evolution of this shortened season is really kind of bringing some things to the surface early. Uh, talk a little bit about that. Basketball, the Celtics showed they still have life. The Lakers came back and, and even that series back up. And uh, there's some some pretty good things going on around the NBA. Uh, there's, there's 18 days until it's football time in Tennessee. So we're going to look at number 18, who wore that uh, for the Vols, who wore that in the NFL, and, uh, and look at the number 18 as that's how many days we sit uh, until it's football time. And then the NFL, uh, a lot of former Vols. This past weekend was not kind to the 53-man roster and the inclusion of Tennessee football players. Uh, a lot of guys that uh, – and I'll go through the, the hierarchy, like what happened. Because basically from Friday to yesterday even, there was a lot of cuts, a lot of uh, releases, a lot of waivers. Um both players that had been in the league for a couple years and then a, a couple of of uh, rookies there. And I'll go through when they were cut, when they were waived, and then the process that which they got to a new team. Uh, the Titans have a new defensive lineman. Uh, Jadavian Clowney has made his way from Houston to Seattle to um, to Tennessee and so kind of reunites with uh, – with the head coach there at Tennessee, as he was his, uh, I think, positional coach in Houston, so or maybe his coordinator. But uh, talk about all of those situations. But we'll start with the high school football scoreboard from Friday night. I know it's Tuesday, and that was a few days ago, uh, but nonetheless, we're going to run through it. Grace Christian of Knoxville defeated Lakeway Christian forty-four to seven. Lakeway Christian, uh, there are now one and two. Overall, they did have a, uh, I think, a COVID win, uh, week number one. Uh, CAK 10, White County 7, Morristown East 34 to 0 over Cherokee, uh, Cloudland 36 to 12 over Cosby, 
Uh, Volunteer fell to Davy Crockett, forty-nine to zero. Volunteer now zero and two. Davy Crockett one and two. Uh, Bearden got back to playing football against Dobbins Bennett. Dobbins Bennett had had it rolling, and the Bearden Bulldogs couldn't stop it. Forty to seven. Dobbins Bennett three and zero now. Bearden sits at zero and one. Happy Valley uh, fell to Hampton, twenty-eight to nothing. Unica. Defeated Hancock County 36-14. Chucky Doak over Johnson County 35-29. Morristown West beat Jefferson County 14-7. That's a big win for Morristown West as as that's a little cross-county, like touching county rivalry as uh, Morristown West and Jefferson County normally uh, two of the better football teams in that area. Science Hill defeated Hardin Valley 48-21. Hardin Valley started this season 0-3. Science Hill has improved to 2-1. Granger County uh, fell to Sullivan South 26-8. Tennessee High defeated Daniel Boone 14-7. Unicoi County 42-0 winners over North Green. Greenville gets a COVID win 1-0 over Union County. Union County now 0-3. Greenville improves to 1-1 after a week to defeat. Claiborne County defeats West Green 28-7. Alcoa knocks off Scott County 38-0. The Tornadoes now 3-0 heading into the Battle of Pistol Creek with Maryville this Friday night. Scott County falls to 2-1. Carter in overtime gets a win 22-15 over Seymour. Carter is now 2-1. Seymour falls to 0-3. Chattanooga Central defeats Sequoia 15-7. Coalfield knocks off Harriman 34-20. Meigs County defeats Cumberland Gap 46-0. East Hamilton defeats East Ridge 38-26. South Doyle gets Gibbs 37-17. Bradley Central knocks down Heritage 42-7. The Mountaineers now 1-2. Bradley Central improves to 2-1. Anderson County gets Hickson 42 to nothing. Anderson County now 2 and 1 after that loss to Powell and Hickson 0 and 3. Austin East falls to Kingston 35 to 14. Kingston now 2 and 0. Austin East now 0 and 3. The Maryville Red Rebels on our sister station WGAP knocked down Cleveland 34 to 7. A little bit of a tussle early in that football game as as we ended one with Maryville just in front 7 to nothing. A little bit of a different a shell shock moment, but nonetheless, the Rebels get on pace and win 34-7. to Oakdale falls to Midway, 41-20. to William Blunt falls to Ottawa, 38-21. to Knox Central beats Sevier County, 45-22. to Greenback gets a COVID win, one to nothing over Sunbright. So Greenback now 1-2 on the season uh, as their lone win comes via COVID. Uh, Blackman defeats Coffee County 44-6. Loudon beats Brainerd 35-18. Knox Halls beats Clinton 29-14. Knox West defeats Carnes 44-0. Fulton falls to Powell 57-28. Riverdale defeats Cookville 21-6. Oakland defeats Siegel. 36-7. 36-7. Oakland now 3-0. Siegel falls to 0-3. Oh 
trying to make sure there's nobody that I've left out that might have traveled that far west. I think that's about it. <laughs> I think that's about it. There's uh, is it is it bad that there's there's teams out in Middle and West Tennessee that I'm like, I don't know that I've ever heard of that. There's one. Lenore City falls to Saudi Daisy, fifty six to twenty three. Lenore City now zero and three on the season. Saudi Daisy one and two. So the 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 tables turn and and this week maybe maybe one of the more uh, one of the more intriguing weeks uh in in Blunt County. Uh you have the battle for the bell, uh William Blunt and Heritage, and you have the Battle of Pistol Creek, Maryville and Alcoa. Both of these rivalries are very, very contested, uh very, very uh kind of <laughs> historic and both are very, very much uh loved to be attended. Uh the issue is with COVID nineteen attendance will be small. So uh, I think that speaks to where, where you can catch these games, both uh, Mer- Heritage and William Blunt. You can check out them on the Gov Club radio and then some other outlets. And then, of course, uh, you can check out the uh, Maryville and Alcoa rivalry right here with Blunt Broadcasting as uh, both of those broadcast teams work directly out of this studio. So uh, pretty pretty proud of that and, and really excited about what the, the next couple of days are going to look like. As Carson Crouch comes into the studio tomorrow, I really want to look at the Battle of Pistol Creek. I want to look at at over the history of the rivalry, what that looks like, uh, how how Alcoa's had their time of success, how Maryville's had their, their dominant times, and, and really what this 2020 matchup shapes up to be because both teams, shocker, shocker, come in undefeated, and both teams uh, want to continue that, that path. So, I think it's going to be a very fun uh, few weeks as uh, as we really try to dig in uh, to or a few days. I'm sorry, uh, as we try to dig into what these rivalries look like. Thursday we'll go into the Battle of the Bell. I'm going to try to get some call in or some in studio uh, perspective as to the Battle of the Bell and uh, and really look at at what that could be and what that uh, what that means uh, for your season, for your students, for your players. Um, how big of a deal that is. So we may try to see if we can get Coach Mack uh, on the on the on the phone line or in studio to talk that up a little bit because again that's a huge rivalry in the area as well. You have four high schools and just happens the same week uh, they lock horns to to really find two pieces of, of supremacy uh, as I as I about choke on my coffee, but. But nonetheless, a huge week for, for Maryville, a huge week for Blount County, a huge week for Alcoa, uh, as, as all four uh, high schools will be in rivalry mode uh, starting today. I know, I know Maryville uh, started rivalry week uh, dress uh, as they have a little, uh, they have a little pattern they're going to keep up with. Today, I think, is America, uh, and, and so USA-themed things will be today. I think tomorrow. Let me let me pull it up. I think tomorrow is um, it's like superheroes, and then the the following day is like Disney, and I may have those backwards. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Just hold on, just a second, Maryville, as as some people call it, Maryville. Um, that's not it. So there is there is going to be tickets available. There's one thing. 
Um, maybe it's Maryville Schools. I think I'm 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 losing it here, but uh, but nonetheless, I know it's USA Disney uh, superheroes and then class colors. So in some form or fashion, I know USA's today, and I know class colors is Friday. So uh, I can put those out there, and that is true talk right there. So uh, if you go to Maryville High School, USA Today. And uh, I think it's Disney tomorrow. And then I think it's superheroes. And then I think it's class colors. Anybody out there that that can confirm nor deny uh, any of those, just hit me up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, any of those social medias, and just let me know how right or how wrong I may be just today. But nonetheless, uh, a lot of a lot of good games coming this Friday night. Just in, in this area, uh, the ones that are going to matter are going to be uh, the Battle for the Bell and the Battle of Pistol Creek. I'm excited for what that looks like for our county, what that looks like for this station as uh, as they house two of those those programs and, and very, very parallel in a lot of ways, but uh, only come in collision one time for the season. So excited about that, excited for what that looks like. But again, over the course of the next three days, the, tomorrow, Wednesday, we're going to talk about the Battle of Pistol Creek. We're going to talk about that history of the rivalry, what that looks like, and really that that timeline, what that looks like. Then Wednesday or Thursday, we'll talk about the Battle for the Bell, hopefully get Coach Mack in uh, to talk a little bit about what it meant for him because he's been on both sides of that rivalry and talk to him about that a little bit. And then, uh, of course, Friday will be pick day Friday. We'll look at – all the games coming up this weekend and really uh, dig into what is hoped to be another great and maybe a dry uh, Friday night. I know that's uh, that may be out of the cards for a lot of people, <laughs> but I'm just interested in showing up to a stadium and not having to shut the windows uh, because it's so rainy. But uh, you know what? At least there's football being played down there, and I'll, uh, I'll do what I got to do. Uh, to get to watching but you know what we're going to take our first break of the day when we come back I want to I want to kind of stick with football I want to talk a little bit about what the NFL has presented uh, to a bunch of former Vols how the uh, the Vols shake out on active rosters as well as practice squads and really what this weekend has tumbled around uh, for former Vols in the NFL we'll do so on the flip side of the break you're listening to the grind right here 100.9 FM 8.50 a.m. and streaming at WKVL.com. We'll be right back. You don't want to miss it. Your hometown alternative to Ordinary Sports Radio, 100.9 FM, 8.50 a.m. Rocky Top Sports. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee and want a realtor with the experience and integrity you deserve? Then call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates. The market is hot and interest rates are still the lowest they have ever been. Take advantage now by calling Tressa Lequire, 865-221-5610. That's 865-221-5610. With 10 years of experience in our local area, Tressa Lequire appreciates all Blount County manufacturing employees and will work to get you the best deal and experience possible. Call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates, 865-221-5610. And let Tressa take your real estate dreams from the kitchen table to the closing table. Back to the old to-do list again. Let's see. Climb Mount Lacan? Done. Snorkeling with the dolphins off the coast of Florida? Done. Barreling over Niagara Falls? <laughs> nah, too risky. 
How about rediscovering Cades Cove in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park? Hmm. Easily drive or hike to view the scenic mountain beauty and wildlife. I'm downloading the Cades Cove app at cadescoveapp.com today. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work? Or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. In uncertain times, you can be certain of this. The Salvation Army is serving those most in need with help and hope. Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those affected by COVID-19. Those who've lost wages, who have no home to retreat to, who need food, help with utilities, and most of all, hope. To see how you can continue to make a difference, visit SalvationArmyUSA.org. Have you heard about or seen the Grand's brand new user-friendly website? If the answer is no, I think you're kind of missing out. Our brand new website has ways to hook into the Grand from social media with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud so you can grind it out with us on social media. But if you say, I don't like social media, but I like podcasts, we've got those too. You can download the Grind Podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one-stop shop for everything The Grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill. Located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is Sports Radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports. 
And welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you're listening to the Tuesday edition of The Grind. I want to, I like have to make a conscious effort to say Tuesday because I really want to say Monday. Uh, but it is Monday for a lot of us, and uh, so I don't know that we're necessarily uh, totally wrong in saying that. Uh, but as of Friday, uh, a lot of things changed after we got off the air. Uh, a lot of different teams uh, made their cuts to get to a 53-man roster, and uh, a lot of those, uh, you know, will, you know, will will have seen their last days on an active roster uh, for some NFL teams, unless things majorly change. But nine-four, you saw running back John Kelly of the Rams waved. Uh, linebacker Daniel Batuli waved. And then Jonathan Kongbo waved by the 49ers. Uh, he was he was off of in, the injured list, uh, had an injury settlement. So he is probably uh, done with the NFL in its entirety. Hate that for that guy. He, he worked really hard at times, and, uh, and I just thought uh, he needed an opportunity. It just didn't work out. But uh, come Saturday, the cuts continued to happen. Josh Dobbs was waved by the Jaguars. Khalil McKenzie Waved by the Bengals, Josh Malone waved by the Jets, Nigel Warrior waved by the Ravens, Dan McCullers waved by the Steelers, Jason Kroom waved by the Bills, Jawan Jennings waved by the 49ers, that one hurt me a little bit, Ethan Wolf waved by the Saints, and Tyler Bray was waved by the Bears, uh, Daniel Helm, an ex-Vol and Duke tight end, was waved by the Chiefs, uh, Eli Wolf was waived by the Ravens. He's an ex-Vol from Georgia. Um, actually, a local product from West High School, Nathan Co- Cottrell, uh, was waived by the Jaguars. And Farragut High School offensive lineman Nathan Gilliam uh, was waived by the Chargers. Daryl Taylor uh, was placed on reserve non-football injured list. He's out a minimum of eight games, so that uh, that's going to impact his rookie season there in Seattle. But he did – uh, you know, he is on the roster. No no cuts to be done there. Uh, 9-6, it's what difference a couple days make, right? Sunday, quarterback Josh Dobbs was signed by the Steelers uh, to their 53-player roster. So that's a, that's a good re-landing spot for Josh Dobbs. That's the team that drafted him a couple years ago, and now he is back in Pittsburgh. Uh, Juwan Jennings signed to the 49ers practice squad. Daniel Batuli. Signed to the Rams practice squad. Nigel Warrior signed to the Ravens practice squad. Kroom signed to the Bills practice squad. Bray, Tyler Bray signed to the Bears practice squad. Khalil McKenzie signed to the Bengals practice squad. And Josh Malone signed to the um, to the um, let me get back to it. Signed to the Jets practice squad. Um, some of those uh, those other ones. Daniel McCullers was signed to the Steelers practice squad. Eli Wolf was signed to the Ravens practice squad. Uh, Nathan Cottrell was signed to the Jags practice squad. And Nathan Gilliam, a former Farragut High School uh, Admiral, signed to the Chargers practice squad. So just to recap, kind of by division, Tennessee players on active rosters, uh, active 53-man rosters as of 9-7, Tennessee had 20. 20 players. Jakob Johnson for the New England Patriots, uh, Kyle Phillips for the New York Jets, and in the AFC East for the Buffalo Bills, Miami Dolphin, Tennessee does not have a representative. AFC North, long snapper Morgan Cox is our lone Baltimore Raven, uh, but the the uh, 
homestanding Pittsburgh Steelers seem to take care of us. Cam Sutton and Josh Dobbs active uh, on the Pittsburgh Steelers roster. Cincinnati Bengals and Cleveland Browns have none. In the AFC South, uh, Zach Fulton is our lone Houston Texan. Uh, and then Indianapolis Colts, Jacksonville Jaguars, and Tennessee Titans do not have a Tennessee representative. The AFC West, you have A.J. Johnson for the Denver Broncos, Kendall Vickers, and Jason Witten for the Las Vegas Raiders, and then Kansas City and the L.A. Chargers do not have a former Vol. Uh, the NFC East, Derek Barnett for the Eagles and Malik Jackson for the Eagles. The Cowboys, Giants, and Washington football team uh, do not have a Tennessee Vol. And then NFC North, Cordero Patterson for the Chicago Bears, Justin Coleman and Jalen Reeves-Maben for the Detroit Lions, Britton Colquitt uh, for the Minnesota Vikings, and then the Green Bay Packers do not have a representative. Uh, actually, going back to the AFC North, uh, I believe Dustin Colquitt uh, signed with the Steelers as of yesterday. So that might actually be an additional uh, one for, for Tennessee. And then look at the NFC South. Luke Stalker is still making his way with the Atlanta Falcons. Alvin Kamara, Shy Tuttle, and Marquez Callaway. Uh, are on the New Orleans Saints, so they they effectively active roster have the most former Vols. Uh, Carolina Panthers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers do not have former Vols uh, on their team. Emmanuel Mosley is with the 49ers, and the the Cardinals, Rams, and Seahawks do not have former Vols active. Um, some inactives uh, for uh, for Tennessee people that will uh, have opted out or or what have you. For the 2020 season, Juwan James for the Denver Broncos. He has opted out for the 2020 season. Michael Pilardi is on the uh, Carolina Panthers reserve non-football injury list, out for the season with a torn ACL. As before mentioned, Daryl Taylor is on the reserve non-football injury list for the Seattle Seahawks. Um, Juwan Jennings is on the practice squad for San Francisco. Batuli. Tyler Bray, Nigel Warrior, Khalil McKenzie, Dan McCullers, Josh Malone, and Jason Kroom uh, are all on practice squads for different um, different people. Uh, you, you know, I, I like the uh, the breakdown that that this article gives, and I'll give a, I'll give a little credit uh, to where credit is due. This article comes uh, from uh, from ninety nine one, the Sports Animal. Uh, I'll give them credit. But they have active UT players in the NFL by position. Uh, quarterback one, running back one, wide receiver two, tight ends two, fullbacks one, offensive lineman one, defensive lineman five, linebacker two, defensive back three, punter one, and long snapper one. So really, place kicker is the only position we don't have filled. And looks like we're defensive line U at the very moment. Uh, if you look at the the NFL and what that looks like, uh, we didn't even claim Nathan Peterman, uh, who's actually on the 53 man roster for the Vegas Raiders. He is the backup, straight up for uh, uh, for 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 Las Vegas. Tommy Townsend, uh, he he is actually uh, a punter and and will be in in serve for um, for for Kansas City. He went Tennessee, Florida, and is is on the mix. 
And then Lee Smith for the Buffalo Bills, Powell High School, University of Tennessee, and Marshall. Uh, that's his take. Um, he is on an NFL roster for the Buffalo Bills. Um, and then Preston Williams, uh, who went to Colorado State after he left Tennessee. He is actually on the Miami Dolphins active list. So we could have counted a lot of people. Jalen Hurd, uh, San Francisco 49ers. He is on the, the torn ACL out for the season list. <laughs> Eli Wolf is uh, on the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, he's on the practice squad. So uh, there's several that we didn't that we could have counted but didn't. T. Higgins did not come to Tennessee, but he is an Oak Ridge product. He is on the active roster for the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Carson Newman's own Chris Jones is on the active roster for the Dallas Cowboys. He's a punter. Randall Cobb, an Alcoa High School in Kentucky product. Uh, he is on the active roster for the Houston Texans. Um, Harrison Smith is making his way uh, with the uh, Minnesota Vikings by way of Catholic High School in Notre Dame. Uh, liked being that fighting Irish all the way through. And then, uh, as we before mentioned, uh, those those local products, Nathan Cottrell and Nate Gilliam, uh, who are on practice squads at the moment. Notes on and numbers on UT players. There's 20 University of Tennessee players on expanded active NFL rosters. 11 other players are inactive or on practice squad. Uh, New Orleans has the most UT players with three. Defensive line is the largest position represented by Tennessee. 14 of the 32 teams have a UT player on an active roster. There are four, four players that were once at Tennessee but then transferred. Those And then there are four players that didn't attend Tennessee but has Knoxville or East Tennessee ties. One rookie VFL made the 53-man roster. That's Marquez Calloway. And five players went to high school in Knox area are on their, and, and made it to final rosters. Britton Colquitt, uh, Harrison Smith, Randall Cobb, and T. Higgins. So uh, that's uh, very much something to be proud of and, and a lot to go over, honestly. Uh, honestly, when Friday happened and, and early Saturday morning and everybody was getting cut, I was like, how am I going to talk about this on Tuesday? What are we going to do? How am I going to talk about it? Because really, there was a lot of guys that, you know, Nigel Warrior, I mean, he was making some serious noise in camp. And then all of a sudden they release him. You know, Josh Dobbs is down there in Florida, right there close to to NASA, I mean, doing his thing. And, uh, you, I mean, I like Gardner Minshew, but I'm pretty sure Gardner Minshew couldn't carry Josh Dobbs' books to class. So, anyway, I, I thought that he had a really good spot there to try to help develop that quarterback room and, and what have you. But, nonetheless, uh, I, I like where he landed. I like his return to Pittsburgh maybe more than I liked his time in in Jacksonville. So I like that, the way that shook out. The rest of them, uh, you, you know, I don't I don't know that it bothered me. Jawan Jennings bothered me. Uh, but now that he's back on a practice squad, I think he can work his way uh, back a, a little bit, very much uh, Arian Foster-esque maybe. And so I'm not, uh, I'm not too hating on Jawan Jennings. I just think uh, the fit and function – uh, is where it is and and you know it bugged me because they've had several injuries in that wide receiver room in San Francisco so I don't know where where they feel like they can go and, and get somebody as physical and as dynamic as Jawan Jennings but you know what that's their decision and they'll have to make that and, and live with that but you know what 
All Tennessee players have settled. Uh, they are where they are, and there's a lot of former Vols incorporated into the NFL. And I think that's what uh, Jeremy Pruitt can sell. I think that's what Jeremy Pruitt is trying to rebuild. And I think you look at Marquez Calloway, a guy who who made the cut uh, when maybe the cut wasn't there to be made. Uh, I think he's a, he's a representative of the fight and hustle um, that Jeremy Pruitt and, and staff are pushing out there. And he will uh, – I, I think he'll make some headway uh, there in New Orleans because he's a go-to guy. He's a, he's a guy that can get up and a guy that can make you look good when maybe the ball wasn't thrown very well. But Drew Brees doesn't do that a lot, so I think he'll be just fine. But the New Orleans Saints have the most former balls, followed by the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, uh, again, that's where they sit on rosters. But let's take a break. Listen to our fine sponsors when we come back. Major League Baseball. We'll be right back. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming. But Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at Common CommonSensePC.com. Again, phone number is 865-389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work? Or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. As summer comes to a close, your garden tends to fade away. Not so with chrysanthemums. Fall mums are the perfect way to color your porch or landscape. This week at Rule King, 8-inch mums, normally $3.99 each, are now just two for $6. These are while supplies to last. Pick up everything you need to beautify your garden this fall at the lowest prices every day. Only from your neighborhood Rule King, America's farm and home store. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee and want a realtor with the experience and integrity you deserve? Then call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates. The market is hot and interest rates are still the lowest they have ever been. Take advantage now by calling Tressa Lequire, 865-221-5610. That's 865-221-5610. With 10 years of experience in our local area, Tressa Lequire appreciates all Blunt County manufacturing employees and will work to get you the best deal and experience possible. Call Tressa Lequire 
inquire with Realty Executive Associates, 865-221-5610. And let Tressa take your real estate dreams from the kitchen table to the closing table. Got something you're grinding on? Give us a call at 865-983-4310. Now back to the grind with host Wayne Kaiser. 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports. And welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. Uh, I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you're listening to the Tuesday edition of The Grind. Uh, you, you know, I'm I'm wanting to switch to MLB, and and, and that's where we're going to go. But uh, I'm sitting here, and I'm like, man, it's like we're back on sports. Like, it, it's here because I could talk about Navy BYU last night, which there wasn't much to talk about. BYU smoked them, but um, – but we're talking Major League Baseball. We could talk about, you know, cuts and signs, and that's what we did there early. We can talk about high school and, and the, the rivalry games that are coming up this weekend. Uh, there's 18 days till it's football time. I just I'm kind of basking in it, just to be honest with you, that, that it's finally back. I don't have to I don't have to dig in the in the cellar or, or in the attic of, of sports memories uh, to try to bring some things out. Twenty twenty is actually providing some things uh, to to be in there, but just to kind of recap, because we're we're probably we're about forty two to forty four games according to who you were following uh, games into this sixty game season. So just want to recap how the postseason shakes out. How many teams will be in the postseason? Sixteen, eight from the American League, eight from the National League. Uh, how many rounds will be played? You know, very similar. Um, eight teams per league. Uh, three division winners, three second place teams, and two wild card teams. That's how the eight per, per league will shake out. Now, with that being said, we're going to step back to the standings or to the yeah to the current current state of affairs, if you will. Uh, scoreboard through through yesterday, uh, the Yankees, man, uh, they are. Uh, I don't want to say letting me down because I don't think I've got a. I'm not. Uh, I'm not in on the payroll. But I will say uh, it was tough to watch there a night ago. Uh, the Braves fall to the Marlins yesterday, five to four. Um, Braves now sit at twenty-four and seventeen. Uh, they fell to the Marlins, who are now eighteen and eighteen. The Philadelphia Phillies defeat the Mets nine to eight. The Twins six to two winners over the Tigers. The Cubs five to one over the Cardinals. The Mariners eight to four winners over the Rangers. The Nationals knocked down the Tampa Bay Rays. Thanks for that. 6-1, to one, unfortunately, a little cross-divisional. Kansas City falls to the Indians, 5-2. to two. The Yankees fall to the Blue Jays in Buffalo, 12-7. Uh, to seven. The San Francisco Giants defeat the Diamondbacks, 4-2. to two. The Athletics defeat the Astros, 6-0. Uh, to zero. And the Padres knock down the Rockies, 1-2. To nothing. So with all that being said, the standings look like this right here. The American League sees the Tampa Bay Rays uh, leading the AL East by four and a half games over who? The Blue Jays. The Yankees have skid as of the last 10 games. They're three and seven 
in their last 10 games, and they've skid past the Blue Jays and into third place. But the Blue Jays, four and a half back. The Yankees, six and a half back. The Orioles, eight games back. And the Red Sox, 14 games back. The AL Central is led by the Indians, which they are tied with the White Sox. Uh, both of those had very good uh, last couple weeks, both 7-3 and three in their last 10 outings. But Indians-White Sox lead that division. Uh, the Twins sit at 26-17, and 17, one game back. It's bad that you have 26 wins, nearly the best in baseball, and uh, you're sitting in third place in your own division. The Tigers sit seven games back, and the Royals a big 12-and-a-half games back. The AL West see the Athletics uh, leading that division. The Astros four-and-a-half back. Uh, the Mariners six-and-a-half back. The Angels nine games back. And the Rangers round out that division 12-and-a-half uh, games back. So in the American League, the way it would shake out uh, at this very moment, if you just look at win-loss record, which, again, there's probably some uh, – you know, what is, what's their American League record versus their overall record? But currently the Rays, Indians, Athletics, White Sox, Blue Jays, Astros are in. The two wild cards would be, I'm trying to look at the third best record, would be the Twins. The Twins and... I'm going to go, it's going to be a toss-up. It's either going to be it's either going to be the Yankees. I don't know. I think it there would you would have to go or like the Mariners because they're right there with it, but I can't see whether those some of those wins are like National League cross divisional wins and what that looks like. So to me the Yankees are hanging on to a wild card spot at the moment. Uh there's nothing saying that they can't get hot late and make a push, but the problem is their their pitching staff doesn't look like they're built to do that. And then, quite frankly, they're just a little cold right now uh, on the bats. So, again, currently, Rays, Blue Jays, Indian White Sox, Athletics, Astros are locks at the very moment. And then the two wild cards, looks like, would be the Twins and the Yankees. So, again, that's the American League outlook. In the National League, the Braves lead the NLEs by two games over the Phillies. Marlins sit three and a half back. The Mets five and a half back. And the Nationals eight and a half games back. The NL Central's led by the Cubs, followed by the Cardinals, two and a half back. The Brewers, four and a half back. The Reds, five and a half games back. And the Pirates, nine and a half games back, clawing their way uh, to continue to fight in this season. And then the NL West, the Dodgers are in first place over the Padres by four and a half games. The Giants, nine games back. The Rockies, nine and a half games back. And the Diamondbacks probably systematically eliminated 15 games back, but uh, can't get past 15 wins. But you look at this one, the, the locks right now are Braves-Phillies, Cubs-Cardinals, Dodgers-Padres. And then the two wild cards would be, let's see, the Giants and the Rockies. Both would come out of the NL West, uh, Giants and Rockies. Uh, they both have 21 and 20 wins, respectively, uh, and and that's if that's where they go, uh, that's pretty interesting. That would leave out teams like the the defending champion Nationals, which I think are maybe all but gone anyway. Uh, it would leave out a a really nice looking and and fun to watch Reds team. Uh, I kind of hate that part, 
but uh, but it would be a, a strong National League card if if you have those teams listed. Again, Braves, Phillies, Cubs, Cardinals, uh, Dodgers, Padres, and then Giants and Rockies as your wild card contenders. So uh, that that would be kind of where it would sit should this thing start stop today. Uh, but it's not going to do that. I think the the team that has the most uh, games covered uh, at 42 is the Cubs, and, uh, and a lot of teams actually have have that thing going on. But they're they're somewhere in that 42, 43 game complete standing. And uh, here in a couple weeks, uh, they'll be uh, again finishing that regular season. I think the first game of the postseason is slated to start October the 13th. So we are very very close to postseason baseball and seeing. Uh, what what we're going to shake out and what kind of asterisks we're going to put on this very season. But uh, that's where Major League Baseball sits at the moment. The the things I take away from that are uh, is is the Cubs, if you want to talk local, uh, Smokey's affiliate, uh, they're sitting pretty. They're doing pretty nice. David Ross is doing a, a few nice things with that club. Uh, they are 5-5 five and five in their last 10, so I'd like to see them. Uh, step up just a little bit more because uh, they're letting the Cardinals kind of creep back in. Uh, the Braves, if you look at them again, they're the they're the local fan favorite, and and I am a, a I like the Braves and the Yankees. I know I, I have uh, have conflicting problems, but they're sitting uh, leading their division, but kind of let one sneak back in uh, there yesterday. So I'm a little bit nervous about that that kind of situation. Uh, but I think they just continue to play the the youth movement that is the Atlanta Braves, Acuna, Albies, Freeman, which Freeman's not necessarily as young as he used to be. Uh, they they have a lot of good things going. You know, Freeman's hitting the ball very well. I think the pressure that that Acuna takes off of Freeman uh, can't can't be said enough. And I like what they're able to do when uh, when both those guys are hitting hitting their stride. I think they finally have some pitching that's worth. Uh, protecting themselves over, and uh, and we'll see how far that necessarily takes them. Uh, but then on the American League side of things, you, you it's all kinds of messed up. I mean, when the Yankees are going to be one of your last wild card spots uh, with the roster that they started the season with, I think that shakes some things up there a little bit. But uh, ultimately, you know, you you just you got the games, you got the situations that you've you've worked for, and right now the Yankees got to work a little bit harder. Uh, to make that that necessarily work. But uh, that's kind of where we're at in Major League Baseball. And again, in just a couple weeks, uh, it will be time for postseason baseball. But let's take our last break of the day. Listen to these great sponsors. And when we come back, 18 days until it's football time in Tennessee, you're listening right here, 100.9 FM, 850 AM and streaming at WKVL.com. We'll be right back. You don't want to miss it. Your hometown alternative to Ordinary Sports Radio, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, Rocky Top Sports. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. 
El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming, but Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865-389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. Your local Blount County Community Food Connection is still open serving local families in time of need and hardship. We provide prepackaged groceries to help meet your nutritional and dietary needs. The Community Food Connection is open Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday from 10 a.m. until noon for drive-up delivery only. Residents are asked to remain in their vehicle so that our volunteers may safely distribute the food. Directions as to how to enter and depart the facility will be clearly displayed. We thank you for your cooperation and look forward to serving you at your Blunt County Community Food Connection. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee and want a realtor with the experience and integrity you deserve? Then call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates. The market is hot and interest rates are still the lowest they have ever been. Take advantage now by calling Tressa Lequire, 865-221-5610. That's 865-221-5610. With 10 years of experience in our local area, Tressa Lequire appreciates all Blunt County manufacturing employees and will work to get you the best deal and experience possible. Call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates, 865-221-5610. And let Tressa take your real estate dreams from the kitchen table to the closing table. Have you heard about or seen the Grind's brand new user-friendly website? If the answer is no, I think you're kind of missing out. Our brand new website has ways to hook into the Grind from social media with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud so you can grind it out with us on social media but if you say i don't like social media but i like podcasts we've got those too you can download the grind podcast on apple podcast and google play music directly from the website it's a one-stop shop for everything the grind check us out online the grind on that's the grind on we don't always promise to be perfect but we promise to give you our honest opinion This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 
100.9 FM, 8.50 AM. Rocky Top Sports. And welcome back inside the WKBL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you're listening to the Tuesday edition of The Grind. Uh, 18 days till it's football time in Tennessee, and that's where we sit as we count it down the numbers. So the number has quite a history on Rocky Top, the number 18. Been worn like from for players who went on to play in the NFL, including Craig Colquitt, Dale Carter, Jason Allen, and Jason Kroon. Colquitt, an NFL punter for the Pittsburgh Steelers and Indianapolis Colts, won back-to-back Super Bowl championships in the 13th and 14th edition uh, of the big game, uh, 1978 and 79. Uh, Colquitt had a pair of sons, Dustin and Britton, who punted for the Volunteers. They both have punted in the NFL. Dustin plays in Kansas City and just won a, a Super Bowl championship. And Britton, a former Denver Bronco, currently uh, I think currently with Cleveland, uh, he uh, actually I think he's moved on now since the, as well. But they have both won Super Bowls uh, in their own right. Dale Carter, a top defensive back in school history, played for the Chiefs. His son Nigel Warrior is uh, is wearing that number now and is playing now on the the Ravens practice squad. Jason Allen, a defensive back, played in the NFL with Miami, Houston, and Cincinnati. And Jason Kroom is on the Buffalo Bills practice squad. All-time balls to wear number 18, Elmer Despain. Uh, started this thing off in 1937. Nicholas Weber, 38-40. to 40. Bill Zimmerman, 1941. R.A. Long, 1942. Alan Law, 1944. Bob Lund, 1945 through 48. Francis Stupar, uh, 49 and 50. Bill Moose Barbish, 51 through 53. Bob Smithers, uh, 1956. Ken Waddell, uh, 1959 and 60. Frank Canal, uh, 61 to 62. Bubba Weich, 66 through 68. John Sapp, 72 and 3. Phil Doolin, uh, 1974. Craig Colquitt, 76 and 77. Carlton Peoples, 1980. Sam Aello, uh, 1982. Troy Hale, 84 through 87. Kent Elmore, 1989. Dale Carter, 91. Deron Jenkins, 93 through 95. Gerald Griffin, 97 through 99. Lee Wheeler, 2001. Christian Chauvin, 2001. Jason Allen, 2002 through 2005. Uh, B.J. Coleman, 2008. Tyler Wolf, 2009 and 10. I actually worked with that guy. Uh, is that Lanier? Uh, 2011, Jason Kroom, 12 through 16. Joe Stockstill, 2013. Michael Cantwell worked with his mom, 2014. Nigel Warrior, uh, 2016 through 18. And Princeton Fant actually continues to wear that number uh, today. Uh, If you look at the jersey countdown, you talk about guys who, why I wore the number. Uh, Jason Kroom says, I wear number 18 because when I started playing football, Randy Moss was one of my idols and they that I always watched. I saw him with that number when he was with the Raiders, and I ended up keeping it uh, when he switched. So he said, I liked it because of Randy Moss. Uh, Ken Waddell, a little bit older there, a wing back in 59 and 60, said, I wore number 18 in 59 and 60 
because I played wingback and defensive back. Since wingbacks had to pick a number in the teens, I just picked 18. It was orange and white, and that was what mattered to me. So, again, pretty interesting in that. Dale Carter, again, rocking the 18 uh, in his time at Tennessee. Uh, he was a playmaker. He, he did just that. Two seasons with the Vols, Carter earned All-American status each year and garnered national recognition as a sticky defensive back and an explosive kick return man. He's the only Vol to be named an All-American while wearing the number 18, and he if it was his kick return capabilities that sealed his All-American status in 90 as he led the nation with 507 return yards on 17 attempts for an average of nearly 30 yards per return. Carter returned 29 punts uh, with a 13.1-yard average, and then his senior season, uh, he was one of three final candidates for the Thorpe Award given to the nation's best defensive back. So other uh, a, a notable Hall of Famer to wear the number 18, Charlie Joyner. Uh, he said, pass receiving is something I've been good at, but as far as mastering the art, it's not something you think about that way. It's a skill that you just sort of comes to you as a result of everything else. Uh, so he, again, in 18 seasons, feel like he never never capitalized on that. But in 18 seasons, out of Grambling, uh, 5'11", 188 pounds, Charles Joyner Jr. was a fourth-round pick in the 69 draft. He played 18 seasons, uh, 239 games, most ever for wide receiver at the time of his retirement. Uh, his career record was 750 catches, 12,146 yards, 65 touchdowns. Uh, he caught 586 passes as a Charger, and uh, he was uh, he he surpassed 50 catches seven different years. He he had 29 100-yard receiving games. Um, he missed one game in his last 13 seasons. So uh, a Louisiana boy born in 1947, Charlie Joyner. Uh, sits in Canton as a great number 18. But uh, there's only one number 18 in my house. Uh, and, and that's, I mean, I like Dale Carter, and I, I raise him up. He's actually in in the WKVL studios, kind of memorialized. But right there next to him is another in the pros, big number 18, and that's Peyton Manning. Uh, Indianapolis Colts, Denver Bronco quarterback Peyton Manning is also all often refer, referred to as the greatest regular season quarterback in NFL history. An 11-time Pro Bowler uh, has the stats to back that thing up. He was named the AFC Player of the Year six times, the a AFL or AP NFL MVP four different times, fastest player ever to 50,000 passing yards, and uh, and he didn't just do it in the regular season. The Colts uh, had two Super Bowl appearances, one victory, and uh, he was also – he had a couple Super Bowl appearances – with the Broncos and had the Super Bowl 50 victory, of which, of which ended up being his final game uh, before his retirement. Number 18 will always be Peyton Manning to me. And, uh, again, a great number 18 if you're going to be one. So, again, Dale Carter, uh, Peyton Manning, and, 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 again, a lot of great former Vols, former football players, and former just great star athletes wore the number 18. But you know what? Uh, tomorrow 17 and we'll talk that one down too mr t martin will be my hook for that one tomorrow so don't miss it t martin number 17 and who else might have done that don that number while they played uh, on the football field so but we're out of time but if you're on your way to work or on your way home take care be safe and yes grind on we'll be back tomorrow
you don't want to miss it.